Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Black Cat, David Green, Elizabeth, and OC Monster Man. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on the 142nd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast. That is not how you say the name. I'm going to try again. It is today. I'm just going to... Should I just start over again or are we going to just go with it? Just go with it. Okay. It's all good. (laughs) This is the show where we discuss some of the (laughs) horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On this week's episode... We continue the Nightmare on Elm Street series with A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, and Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. For you new listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Both of today's films are currently streaming on Shudder, so be sure to check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. But before we jump into these films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Don't Let Go with an August 30th release date. It's directed by Jacob Estes, who previously directed films such as Rings and Mean Creek. And it's written in, it's also written by Jacob Estes and Drew DeWalt. Or DeWalt? DeWalt. 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 Sure. The IMDb summary is, after a man's family dies in what appears to be a murder, he gets a phone call from one of the dead, his niece. He's not sure if she's a ghost or if he's going mad, but as it turns out, he's not. What a weird summary. Wait, I just, I don't like a, the phrasing of that. No, he's not terrible. Sure, he's not sure if she's a ghost or if he's going mad, but as it turns out... He's not. Should have stopped after the first sentence, right. to be honest. Why, why is it? But as it turns out. <laughs> they went too far. Is he a, Is she a ghost or is he going mad? Question mark. End yeah. of sentence. Eh, they don't even need it. I'm, it's fine. I'm intrigued by, he gets a phone call from one of the dead, his niece. Done. I'm fine with that. Done. End. I don't. No, I mean, now that I know that the director was the same director that did Rings, yeah, I feel a little bit better about my off-the-cuff assumption that this is maybe not going to be the greatest movie of all time. I am right there with you, actually. Um, I've seen this trailer. I don't know who produced it, but the trailer has literally been in front of every single movie that I have seen in the past month and a half. Yeah. Um, I've seen this trailer a million times. And every time I'm like, is it going to be good, though? And like, you're correct. Now that I know that it's written and directed by the guy that did Rings, I'm really probably not going to see this one in theaters. I just don't really get horror from it. I know it says horror on the 
whatever as one of the genres when you look it up on IMDb. But it doesn't really scream horror to me. Even no. though the summary sounds like a horror movie summary, it plays way more like a murder mystery to I me. I agree. I agree. The trailer's colors remind me of that Lindsay Lohan movie. Which one? Oh, oh it's not, though. It's more of a blue kind of. Uh, no, mean no, Girls. There's like no pink in it. <laughs> No, the one that she the one that she did. Mean Girls has a lot like, of pink. Oh God, what was it called? Sorry, I know who killed me. Oh, I don't know that one. A young woman who was missing reappears, but she claims to be someone else entirely. No. Yeah, that doesn't sound good either. No, it wasn't. I never this saw. This is just it, but... not my subgenre. Whatever it is, I don't really care for it. Yeah, um, it it it's something that I definitely just like check out on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but it's not something that I'd like go to the theater for. Yeah, I I'm with you on that. You know, like I'd be intrigued to like make some popcorn and just like binge it, kind of like a series. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I'm yeah. just I don't know what it is. I'm just not I'm just not that excited about it. But. Same. And I don't know if it's because I've seen it too many times. A lot of times when I see trailers a thousand times it's like i just know i like i've seen it already because i've probably seen the equivalent of a movie time as the many times as i've seen this trailer yeah so i'm just like at this point i'm over it it's playing a lot it's all over the place and i'm not really sure why they're just throwing money at it but i guess fine i mean we are dealing with a shooting uh in the city it looks like we have people of color starring in this film Mm -hmm. which is great i just i just don't it just doesn't appeal to me personally but i mean maybe it'll be awesome i don't know The little girl in this is a great actor she's on euphoria she's been in a bunch of things the acting Um, actually looks fantastic no it does it looks super solid yeah um it's just not i think you're right i think it's just not like the story doesn't seem very striking to me. It's just no. not. It just doesn't grab my attention. It, it doesn't could, pull me in. It could be awesome. Who knows? They're fucking pushing for it. That's for sure. They really are. So we'll see. Maybe it'll be something to watch for sure. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I will like I'll probably I'll watch it. I just won't go to the theater probably. Yeah. Yeah. The genres it has listed are drama, fantasy, horror, mystery and thriller. So they just threw them all in there. Well, I mean, there's a ghost, so obviously horror. Right. No. It's really... Oh, I guess Blumhouse produced it. Yeah. Is one of the... So everything they get kind of... It falls under the horror genre. It has to say horror if Blumhouse produced it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's just how I feel about it. Okay. We could just skip that whole conversation, edit it all out. And just... Okay. Just have me saying... K. The transcript would just have a crossed out line <laughs> and then K. K. <laughs> it's a movie. K. It is a movie. Fact. K. <laughs> Let's move are on. We, are we through? Yeah, I'm through. I'm cool. through, personally. Maybe you're not through. Are You might have Same way more these. to say about it. I'm pretty through. Okay. <laughs> you're through. Got it. I'm so through. Okay. Let's do this. Heading into the final of the nightmares. Uh, So we're going to start out 
uh, with A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child from 1989, directed by Stephen Hopkins, who also did Predator 2, written by John Skip, Craig Spector, and Leslie Boehm. The IMDb summary is the pregnant Alice finds Freddy Krueger striking through the sleeping mind of her unborn child, the kid from Jurassic Park, hoping to be reborn into the real world. It didn't say the kid from Jurassic Park in the IMDb summary. I added that. And if you would have seen me, I put my hand and I did a little aside. Well, that works really well when we're doing a podcast, podcast. that no one can see you. <laughs> Just FYI, guys, it was an aside. I actually could I couldn't hear it get in past. your voice, but I also know you, so. I, like, couldn't get past it throughout this whole movie. I kept on, he, every time he showed up in his little nightgown, I was like, that doesn't look very scary. Wasn't he in, um, he was also in, um, Children of the Corn, wasn't he? Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff, actually. He plays super creepy. Really he well. plays it very well. He's yeah. got that look. He does. He does have that look. You are right. <laughs> um, so I didn't remember this movie very well at all. Like these two movies are definitely my least watched movies of the Nightmare series. They're definitely my least watched movies and they kind of blend together even though they're completely different. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does. You know what's um, funny is I combine this movie and four in my brain. No. Yeah. I don't. Oh. Cross that out. I confuse four and six. We can get to it when we talk about six. Sorry. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. She's jumping. We watched these how long ago? Like a week ago. It was like a week ago. <laughs> We're a little bit behind in recording, so I might get confused a couple times. I'll do my best not to. How about Amy I just went on a train notes? ride? So I did. I went on a train ride and it delayed everything. I'm pretty jealous though about the train ride. We can talk about that later. Oh my god, let's do it. Cool. Um, but but for this now, movie, <laughs> I'm just gonna go through my notes so I talk about the correct movie. I and actually then, have notes for this one, too. You do? Okay, great. The rest of my notes were just in my brain for for six, but I still actually think I remember them now. I think maybe we should just go through our notes then so we don't confuse anything. Okay. Okay. That way um, we sound organized and professional as a podcast. <laughs> Except for I wrote some of these notes and I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what I'm talking about. Well, let me start and then you can jump in when you figure out what you're talking about. Okay. Did you say anything about the intro? No, I was just about to. Okay. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. So in the intro, there's like sexy time happening. It's weird, right? It's like naked bodies rubbing all over each other. But I'm having a really hard time watching this scene because I can't tell what body part is what <laughs> and who it belongs to. I was very confused. I was just like... What's happening and why is everything so blue? So I thought that it was someone's butt like half the time. Like, I'm yeah. like oh, that's a butt. That's 100% someone's ass. But then it ended up being that guy's back. And it happened like three or four times. <laughs> I was like, his back just looks a lot like a butt. It was just so bizarre. Like, I feel like I definitely checked to make sure I was watching the right movie like three times. Because it felt so foreign to have, like, a Nightmare on Elm Street opening with such a weird sex scene. Mm-hmm. 
It was so bizarre. And I felt like it was just like the opening of like, I don't know, a 80s drama. So this is supposed to be Alice and Danny making out and like yeah. doing it. Apparently. He's impregnating her. He's impregnating her. Correct. Might as well have a look who's talking uh, sequence yeah. with sperm oh my going God. in. That would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been. The sperm traveling to the fallopian tube and like. Would have forgiven Freddy, everything. What if the sperm had like a Freddy face? It would have been terrifying. Swimming, and, and you can hear Freddie doing like the voice. So it's just like, look who's talking. But what's the song? Is it round, Freddy? round, get around? Is that the song? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it is, but it might as well be. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we need to remake this movie and just do that scene. <laughs> Please. Please let's make that happen. Just like superimpose a Freddy face on the sperm. Yes. Get Robert oh England to do the voiceover. There's definitely a move. One is it this one that has like a weird Freddy Voldemort looking thing with the tail? Mm. Or is it the yes. last one? Okay, that's yes. what I thought. Or is it the next? I don't know. Oh no, it's mm, it might be the next one now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> See, I have no idea. We ha- this is why we have to stick to the notes, Carly. We have to stick to the That's notes. That's true. <laughs> there. <laughs> and then immediately after Alice gets impregnated, she goes into the shower and we see boobs. <gasps> like We do see boobs. Immediately. In the yeah. first five seconds of this film. Almost as quickly as uh, in Thanksgiving. Almost. Not, but not quite that quick. But almost. Um... The water in this shower scene Disgusting. made me want to throw up. Well, because there's diarrhea coming up from the bottom and she isn't immediately getting out of the shower for That's some reason. I was like, why isn't she like, oh my God, why is she putting her hand in the drain? Never. Fuck, no. Never. I would turn off my water yes. and I would get out of that shower. Yes. At least no. put like shampoo in her hair. Give her a reason not to leave right away. It, because oh my, she's just <laughs> chilling in it. And I'm like, girl, she, she's... She's patting around in this diarrhea water and she has zero problems with it. <laughs> Literally going to vomit. Ugh. And then we have uh, th- this is the movie where we get our Amanda Kruger flashbacks mm-hmm. to how Amanda Kruger became impregnated by a hundred maniacs. But with the grossest birth scene. It's really the this okay. Are we going to get into the birth scene already? Because I have problems with this. Oh, me too. But I just said, what the fuck? Why does this baby... (laughs) Why does this baby look so crazy? Why is this a monster baby? Oh, so it is... Yeah, it is this movie. I wanted to step on Gremlin Freddy so bad. I don't understand why there's a Gremlin Freddy. Me either. He wasn't burned... He wasn't born burned. The burning happened when he died. Exactly. Why would he look like that as a baby? This doesn't make any fucking sense. No sense. There is literally... It it is the stoop... And I was just like, this isn't how it happened. I was like, did the people who wrote this movie not see any of the other movies? They didn't see any of the other movies. Because what's happening? But he comes out as a demon man. Who was responsible for this? I mean, he's supposed to be an evil guy. But he wasn't born a monster with, no. like, burned skin and, like, crawling around like it's alive on the ground in the hospital. That doesn't make no. any sense. No. None. No sense. Is 
I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't either. I don't remember the Nightmare series, like, making as little sense as it does. <laughs> like, it's so bizarre because it makes so little sense, but it's also the most cohesive. It's true. Like, I, horror I, I series. Love it. Don't get me wrong, but this movie is bad. Not as bad as Freddy's Dead, but it's pretty bad. At <laughs> least Freddy's Dead knew that he wasn't a monster at the beginning. That's like, true. Like, didn't look like a monster. No, I didn't under... And he's moving around and crawling around the room? Please. I don't... I had a major problem with it. Well, I had a major problem with it, too. <laughs> I don't get it. Um. Okay. Then we have... Okay, then we have our... We flash to the graduation scene where Alice is graduating from high school. And I kind of wish that they were older. You think, like, Springwood could have, like, a college or something? It would have made sense if it was older. And honestly, I did not um, write anything down about the graduation scene. So I completely forgot about it until you just said something. Sure. And I think you are correct. Um, it it doesn't make sense, especially because we're having that weird pool party um, with all the booze. How'd they get it? I mean, I guess that's not crazy. But, like, <laughs> it'd make more sense if, like, I don't know, they were at college, like doing crazy college kid stuff sure um and she's working at the diner she's still working at the diner she -hmm. still has danny as her boyfriend Mm -hmm. and she has all these new friends she just easily like how long took place but how long was there between five four and five because it couldn't be that long a year tops she has all new friends she's totally cool dad's in recovery mm-hmm. for his alcoholism which is nice yeah um but it's true it's very fast it's just very she was fast just in and then she's pregnant sandwich. for some reason i just <laughs> it's fine uh, it's weird and like this has nothing to do with the movie but it it's very dangerous to have so many people swimming in the pool while people are diving like that sure made me be like this is this is bullshit that you were worried so irresponsible yeah very irresponsible teenagers um and they're drinking come on there's a lot of scenes where alice isn't sleeping but shit's still going down right well because of the kid but but it's because the The baby's baby's sleeping right dreaming yeah so like that's fine okay which still is weird though because in all of the other cases, just because one person was dreaming doesn't mean that the other people are experiencing it. Yeah. So that didn't know. make total sense to me. I don't me. know that we can really make sense of it in general. They they didn't follow any rules in this movie, basically. I also, oh, I also wrote, and I forgot about this. That when baby Freddy is born, one of his arms is super long for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I missed it. Like one arm is normal and one arm is just super fucking long for some reason. I don't. It's weird. It's fine. It's fine. Is it? No. He also looks like he's wearing eyeliner in this movie, which I'm not a huge fan of. His makeup in this movie and the next movie I'm not a huge fan of. 
And I'm not a fan of Amanda Kruger, just in general. Like, I, especially in this movie, her dialogue is so over the top cheesy. Yeah. And like, Amanda Kruger and baby, baby uh, Alice, whatever his name is. Um, Jurassic Park Kid. Jurassic Park Kid, yes. Thank you. That's his official name. Yes. Um, I don't like their, their whole dialogue is awful. Like, it's just bad. It's just it, cheesy. It's like it's like um video game dialogue. Like uh, between things happening in video games. Where it's like explanatory, especially this one scene, like this initial scene where uh Amanda Kruger and Freddie first emerges and Amanda's like, Look for me in the tower and then Freddie's like, You'll never find her. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, in the next movie, right? Or is it in this movie? No, it's in this movie. Okay. See, I have no idea. But it's just like, why Why are we having video game dialogue in the middle of this movie? <laughs> Your princess is in another castle. Yes, exactly. Goodbye. <laughs> You'll never find her. Try and find her, Alice. Oh, my God. And then they're at the pool. Fast forward to them being at the pool and partying at the pool. Someone puts their hand on a beer bottle that's on the ground and it instantly breaks and makes their hand super bloody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know how hard it would be to break a bottle like that? Hard. It would be so difficult. You'd have to like smash it. You can't just like lean on it and it breaks like that. No, that's not that's not how it works. (laughs) But it's just like instant blood everywhere. And they're like, oh, man. (laughs) So, okay, let's talk about Alice's friends, because she has multiple friends. Yes. Danny, the boyfriend, who is the mm-hmm. first to die. Uh, sorry, Danny. Dies in a horrific uh, motor accident. Horrific. Horrific. But it's so weird, because he's in a truck, and then he somehow ends up back at the pool, and then he's in a motorcycle, and then the motorcycle attacks him. It's but a Freddy motorcycle. A, he's on a truck again. He wakes up and he's on a truck and then he dies. Yeah, in okay. a truck into another truck. But it's just like, why do we need, like, just either have him on a motorcycle or have him on the truck? Why yeah. are we elongating this to truck, motorcycle, truck? It, again, no sense. Yeah. I mean, if he, if he was just on a motorcycle, no, no big deal. Good to go. Because I kind of like the motorcycle attack scene. I think it's one of the better death scenes in the film. The truck? The motorcycle. When the motorcycle is attacking him and like... Oh, it made me feel uncomfortable. wires are like going up his arm and stuff. Like that yeah. shit's cool. It looked good. It looked it good. It did look good. It made me think of um, whatever poltergeist like the kid's braces start attacking him. Oh, yeah. Um, I will say this movie definitely has a few, um, a few things that make me feel uncomfortable. That's definitely one of them. Well, you have a hard time with like just... Um, like tendons and yeah it, and, and i hate it <laughs> i and do you have the cords oof. the body cords you know oh my god stop it <laughs> <laughs> so when they filmed it they had um the tubes that went in that made it look like it was going in the arm you know they had like the makeup that goes over the tubes and the and they just filmed it in reverse so they pulled them out and it looked like it was going in when they filmed it in reverse mm. 
which just I thought was pretty cool. It looked that really is really good. cool. I yeah. like that. Um. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, and th- but th- Freddie's lines are increasingly horrible in these films. Uh, he's just saying things in the scene with the motorcycle attack that don't re- that aren't really like even scary. He literally says fuel injection, power line, fast lane. <laughs> what? He's just oh my God. naming things that have to do with motorcycles and driving. It's not That's hilarious. Like, what does that even mean? Let's take them one by one and try to figure it out. Fuel injection. Okay, so if the the power cords are going into his arm, I guess that could be like him saying fuel injection. But still, sure. it's not really like a scary thing so much. No. no. Um, power line? Don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're saying. Is that like the power lines like that on run the side of the road on the side of the road? Uh, again, not really sure where we're going with this unless it has something to do with the power going into the I don't know. And then fast lane is he just going fast? That's it. That's I mean, all these it aren't takes. really Freddyisms. This is just him listing things. Yeah, he's just talking to talk. <laughs> he's talking to hear himself talk. <laughs> Oh. And then he says, Alice want to make babies. And then, okay, fine. I don't, <laughs> and then, okay, fine. I just, and now all of a sudden she's pregnant. And the doctor tells literally everyone before he tells her. Which yeah. is not allowed. No. She's 18 years old. You can't tell her father she's pregnant. He He broke all the rules. You can't do that. He also says she's hysterical, which... I don't think you're supposed to say as a doctor anymore. I mean, it's, maybe not. Maybe in that that time it was okay. I don't approve of that. Oh, me either. <laughs> no way. That's terrible. But yeah, I was legit mad at my notes. I'm like, she's 18. You can't just tell people <laughs> she's pregnant. And they're all like, she doesn't know. They're all giving the eyes. No, he tells her friend. He tells her dad. Literally everyone knows but her. And they're like, oh, sweetie. And then he goes afterwards, later on, and then tells her boyfriend's parents, parents. that she's acting crazy. Yeah. What? This what guy kind is of not the best. Is <laughs> he's about to lose his medical license. Oh, my God. He's not. He still has it. Everyone loves this doctor, though. He's doing great. Okay, so what other friends do we have? We have um, Mark. Oh. Mark. Mark is the... Crazy hair guy? He's like the the sketch artist guy. Yeah. With crazy hair. With crazy hair. Yeah. And he has the scene that reminds me of Final Destination. Sure. Right? In the... um, In the warehouse, in like the Home Depot kind of thing. Yes. Yep. I did have a moment where I was like, oh, this looks like Final Destination. Yeah. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so he dies in comic book fashion with a Super Freddy. Correct. Not played by Robert England. It's Correct. another version of Freddy that's like a superhero. Yeah. Who is also plays uh, Danny at the beginning of the film when he's uh, sexing up Alice because his body was a little bit nicer. So he oh. got the close up shots. Really? Yeah. Is that a fun fact? It's a fun fact. I like it. I'm filled with them. 
Um, and then we also have Greta, who is our model cover girl chick. She's who, another one. Her death makes or like whatever it happens to her um also makes me feel very uncomfortable well you know what that was supposed to be even better like they they had to cut it so that the film didn't get an x rating um but apparently you can watch it in like the unrated release Mm -hmm. of the film i don't know if it's in my uh dvd pack i have like the nightmare on elm street dvd's with the glasses with the glasses but i I didn't watch it on that so i'm not sure if i have the unrated version but um i will say that scene was supposed to be longer uh freddie was supposed to like cut open one of her dolls and like force feed her the doll innards and then she would realize she's actually eating her own innards and they cut that whole part out I mean, I thought it was gross enough that she was eating her own innards. I I would have liked it if it was grosser. It didn't really <laughs> make sense to me. Like, No, it was I, really I weird and her, kind of out of left field. Her but. face looked a little too cartoony. It to did. Me. It looked very doll-like, but not in a good way. Like, you could tell that they were prosthetics. It looked a little paper mache like, yes, honestly. exactly. Like, it was like paper the, mache. But it was like the still. the face mask in that movie that she keeps dying over and over again, the baby mask. Oh yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Happy Death Day. That's it. That's the one. A little bit. It does a little bit look like that. It's got those weird cheeks. I mean, overall, this is not a super gory film. Mm-mm. Um, no, there's just like a, two things really that make it weird and then we have yvonne who is the uh we have another person of color of course we have to have a person of color who dies in the film because that's what we do in nightmare on elm street doesn't Um, she make it she dies i think doesn't she i thought she made it till the end she was definitely at the picnic no she she saves the day does she She saves the day yeah she she's the one that finds the mom in the tower oh I stand corrected. She survives. I Hell thought she yeah. died. Are you sure Look, she I actually died? remembered something. Does she really? I thought she died. She, she lived. She's died. in the picnic at the end. She's in the picnic with the dad and her. Oh, you're right. I stand corrected. We have a black person that survives in this film. <laughs> Hooray. Um, she, uh, yeah, but she, she does not believe Alice. She is the disbeliever. She's the only one of the friends that doesn't believe her and mm-hmm. treats her like she's crazy until it af- it directly affects her. And then she's a she's a believer. But she's also a badass believer. And she's like, we're going to take this down. We're going to take this guy down. I'm going to find his mom in the tower. <laughs> I don't know. It's such a good impression. It was like watching the movie over again. I know, in your mind with my vocals. <laughs> Freddie calls her Piglet. Do we know why? No. There's no real reason why. She's he calls Freddy. Yvonne P- Piglet? Yeah, he calls her Piglet. He goes, where are you going, Piglet? Oh, weird. No, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, you know what? It wasn't Yvonne. It was Alice he calls Piglet. Still doesn't make sense, though. Oh. No, that's weird. Because I, I think it's Yvonne gets sucked into the hot tub, and then Alice goes in to save her, and 
Freddie goes, where are you going, Piglet, to Alice. But Alice doesn't even look like she wants to go anywhere. She's just standing there. He's like, she's like, so I don't know why, A, that line exists for two reasons. She's not a pig. Why are we calling her Piglet? And also, uh, she wasn't trying to leave. And he asked her why she was trying to leave. That's so weird. Sorry, I'm all over the place because of the notes. But you know what I mean. Yeah, you just follow follow the notes. Follow where they lead. You know, it's kind of how we have to do it today. It is because we're just, we're grasping for straws here. (laughs) I have a lot to say, but it's all over the place. (laughs) Um, So let's just talk about the end because the son, Jacob. Okay, so Alice, Alice's son is dreaming. And so um, in order to defeat him, Amanda Kruger is involved and the son. But for some reason... The baby who is in the womb, in Alice's dreams, he's like six years old. Yeah. Why? Because they couldn't have a floating baby. I mean, would that make this film less ridiculous? No. Okay. I didn't think it would. Because how does uh, baby Jacob kill kill Freddy? He, he, does, he doesn't. The mom he, does. He he vomits on him. He vomits on him. I do remember that. But yeah. I thought the mom killed Freddy. No. Freddy's mom, like, helps. But baby Jacob actually kills him by vomiting, um, I don't know, something that attacks him in the face. <laughs> I think there are other Freddy... I have no idea. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. None. But here's this movie is weird and all over the place. None of the endings of the series make any sense. So, but the thing is, is that none of this movie as a whole makes sense. That's also true. That's also true. I think when I saw these movies back to back, I slept through most of this one. It doesn't even really feel like Freddy, and I didn't miss anything. It doesn't feel like a Freddy. No movie. The kills are different. He's. I don't understand why we can't just go back to the boiler room. We're doing this church thing. We're doing. I just like. I just can't. We just have Freddie back in the boiler room. Why are we making this so complicated? That's a good question. Let's ask uh, John and whoever else wrote this. I just. I think they tried to make it different to keep it interesting, but I think that the way they made it different is just weird. It seems to me that they were just like, we didn't watch any of the other things, so uh, let's just do what we feel like. It's true. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare from 1991. It's directed by Rachel Talale, who previously directed Tank Girl and Ghost in the Machine. It's written by Rachel, Rachel Talale and Michael DeLuca who um, Michael DeLuca previously wrote In the Mouth of Madness and Judge Dredd. The IMDb summary is dream-haunting Freddy Krueger returns once again to prowl the nightmares of Springwood's last surviving teenager and of a woman whose personal connection to Krueger may mean his doom. So, I actually really think this is a good idea. I like the idea behind this film. I just don't like the film itself. 
I can agree with that. I love there the are idea. Some, there's a lot of good things here. Yes. There's some really cool, creepy things. Like Breckenmeyer. Breckenmeyer is a treasure to behold. I love him. And He's I was great. very excited when I, his name came up. And this I is know. the first movie he was ever in. Oh, Brecken. You're so cute. That's adorable. Just um, following in Johnny Depp's footsteps. <sighs> He's just the best. <laughs> um, and we also have uh, Yafit Kodo um, from Alien. Very mm-hmm. excited. He plays Doc, who's phenomenal. Yes. Um, and we also have the uh, Nintendo Power Glove. Also important. Very important. Although Nintendo did not give their permission to use the Power Glove. Uh, they did Which it anyway. Why it it's looks cool. a little weird. Yeah. Um, and they, I think they call it something totally different. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of very cheesy, weird lines. Yeah, this movie is bad. Um, it's really bad. It might be my least favorite of the series. I think five is my least favorite of the series. But I love the idea behind this movie. So in this movie, Springwood, there's no kids there anymore. They're all gone. Right. We got Roseanne. Yes, we have Roseanne. <laughs> Thank you for interrupting me to mention that. Sorry, I just it's okay. had to. It's okay. I did have a long pause, so I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> Springwood has no children, and and all the parents are going crazy because all the kids died. And for some reason, this isn't like international news. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. Not true. Like, Does nobody care? Nobody knows about this. This is news to people, even in a town five minutes away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they literally get in the van to go visit town and they're like, oh, it's five miles away. And they're like, oh, it's a carnival with no children. There's a carnival with no children, which is the creepiest carnival I've ever seen. It's so I loved weird. it. And yeah, Roseanne Barr is there. Uh, at the time, she's uh, Roseanne Arnold, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's there with uh, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. And they are gross together. And it's just a good idea, but it doesn't work. How do you feel about Freddie having a daughter? Because we find out about a third of the way through the movie that at first we think this kid is maybe Freddie's son, but then we find out that the doctor... Or the woman in charge of this this homeless community for children is actually Freddie's daughter. Correct. And she completely I'm, blocked out the memories. I'm fine with it, to be honest. Okay. Is it um, seem realistic that Freddie had a whole family? Like Freddie had a wife and Freddie had a kid? I mean, a lot of people that do really disturbing things have families it's true um as fronts so but up until this point did you think freddie maybe had a family um i never really thought about it because he's just like the supernatural entity the no like even in like the first one he's just like whatever like what the janitor or whatever yeah. that is just creepy and always around kids so obviously like he had a job like he has another life but we just never really knew about it got it you know yeah that's fair 
So, so the fact that he has a kid does not bother me. Yeah. Um, it actually, it makes him more interesting, I think. I think it does. I, I can get behind that. I, I like the idea here. I don't, mm-hmm. the execution is just so, and I don't know if it's like a lack of money or what it is. The execution is weird. I, I'm, I'd be interested to read some of the scripts because I didn't realize that like so many legit people were behind writing it. Yeah, there's a, I mean, they originally hired Peter Jackson to write this. And, yeah. <laughs> and his script apparently uh, was Freddie was aging and growing weak and was living in the dream world and the ca- the teens of Springwood would uh, go have slumber parties and then go in the dream world to beat him up. Would, would watch. <laughs> 100% would watch. Can we make that movie now? Well, Peter Jackson might be in, in, interested in finally making his script. Let's bring this to life, Blumhouse. <laughs> Blumhouse. I'm looking, I'm Why looking are you at you. shouting at Blumhouse? <laughs> because I feel like they're like, them or Netflix are like the ones that would take it. <laughs> yeah, maybe Netflix. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I all of these movies have multiple writers and people writing scripts and then rewriting scripts. If you watch the documentary Never Sleep Again, which is currently streaming on Shudder and will be for a while, um, all the Nightmare movies are leaving this month, but... Um, uh, Never Sleep Again will stay there for a little bit longer. So I highly recommend watching that documentary, even if in pieces like I did, because it's long. But um, it, while you watch this, you see how many times all these sequel scripts are being written and rewritten. And they're being written by whoever wants to write one. And then they're just picking the best one and then like rewriting it. I think so. that happens in a lot of um a lot of different um i'm trying to think of the word that sequel? i want to say what were you saying sequel not sequel um like i don't want to say like universe but like franchises franchises sure. yeah um i think that happens a lot in these kinds of things sure. i know it happens with like superheroes and mm-hmm. with like you know so, I mean, it makes sense that they would happen for, for this as well. Totally. Because it's hard to just say, you, write this script. I'm going to give you money. And maybe you like it, maybe you don't, you know? Yeah. It's better to have people write them already and then pitch them. I think it's interesting that Michael DeLuca had a, a hand in writing this film as the writer of In the Mouth of Madness because he... Because in these past few uh, Freddy movies, we have... Um, a sense where people can't leave their dreams and everything's circling back. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to leave and then they circle back to where they started. Uh, it happened in the Dream Child, or no, the Dream Master. Um, and it happened in, I think this movie. Um, yes, in this movie where they're trying to leave in the van and they keep circling back to the same spot. Um, which is like something that happens a lot of it in in the mouth of madness, and every time it happens in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, I th- I'm reminded of in the mouth of madness. But obviously, in the mouth of madness came later, so I wonder if uh, Michael DeLuca being uh, involved in this made him make that part of in the mouth of madness. It's really, I mean, it's really curious. He also did. Did you say Judge Dredd? Yeah. Um. 
and some of the Freddy's Nightmares TV show. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, it's very interesting. Um, I like to think that Freddy had a hand in creating in the mouth in the of mouth madness. of madness a little like bit. It. Yeah, that makes me happy to think that, that might be possible. I like it. I'm going to interview this guy. You should ask him. I'll just, just tweet him. Yeah, I'll just tweet him. I don't need to interview him. We can tweet just him. Make this simple. Invite him on the show. Um. Yeah. No, that'd be really cool. I mean, again, like the story is a really good idea. It's just not. It's just not executed the best. Well, and um, it's, it's, so we have the this woman runs this. It's is it a homeless shelter for teenagers? I think it's like that's basically what it is. It Home- looked like an orphanage. Yeah, I mean they are troubled teens that are living in this community, whatever yeah. it is, and they also have like some kind of dream therapist on staff for whatever reason, which I think is unnecessary, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't really know why he's really involved. He has very little to do in the movie other than... I like that it just looks like he's in like an abandoned locker room yeah. and he just lives there. A <laughs> little bit. Little and bit. you call him Doc. Yeah, he is the Doc. I love um, him. But so this woman is running this center. Um, she should be fired multiple times because mm-hmm. I she takes this kid out of town to go research his dream basically because they have this shared vision of this town um and the kids these other kids uh, end up in the van when they go as stowaways i guess and she tells them to take the van back to the center <laughs> leave them there it was the 80s it was a very You're trusting giving time giving a van <laughs> back to children and expecting them just to go back to the center she also tells them to call the doctor and tell them, the doctor, that they're coming back. But they never do that. No. Nope. And she doesn't make sure they do it. She's just nope. like, oh, yeah, you walked around a fair for five minutes, so you must have called someone. You must have done what I asked. Thank you. It's just very trusting. And Here are the keys. <laughs> See you back there. How am I going to get back there? I don't know. And we don't know how we'll get back, but there's no <laughs> Uber. I don't. We'll have to take a taxi, I guess. But it's five minutes away, so it really doesn't matter. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, it's fine, but it's just okay. Um, But we have all these troubled teens. And I honestly, like, it's not bad. We got Carlos, who is our deaf character. He was beaten in his ear as a child, and now he has no hearing. Um. We have Tracy, who was abused by her father, which her scene, her flashback scene is intense. It is intense. It's I really intense. Almost some like it um, mm-hmm. moments, totally. I think. Yeah. Um, and then um, and then Spencer, who's Breck and Meyer. And uh, there might be others, but those are the who's three the, that stick out in my brain. Is, is there one that's that doesn't talk or is that a different movie? That I'm thinking of. That's a different movie. You're thinking okay. of Dream Warriors. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You're right. right. You're yeah. right. I see it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which was not this episode. Not this episode. No. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, but uh, Carlos, I like Carlos's death scene the most. Same. But it Same. turns bad. But it starts out so good. With the pin? With the No, I don't like the pin part. 
Which part do you like? I like the part where he's having his flashback to his mom and like Freddie has this like ear swab that goes through his ear and then there's like brains on the other side and then he like cuts off his ear and his hearing aid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really intense scene. But then for some reason, okay, but now they're back at the boiler room, which is cool because we haven't seen the boiler room in like three episodes or three movies. (laughs) Um, But then he's dropping pins and I don't I don't really get that whole thing. And then his eardrum explodes because it's too loud. Yeah. I mean, that was fine. I like the, the part up to that, though. I, I would have fine been with fine with a ear scene. swab death, honestly. If the ear swab turned into a Freddy finger, oh. Oh, that would have been good. Some some brains hanging off the end. Yeah. It's short and simple and sweet. I like it. I'm cool with that. But no, they didn't do that so much. No. They went a different route. You know, what's interesting is all the uh, the victims in this film are, are the young men. There's no uh, women who are killed in this film. And I think it's the only Nightmare on Elm Street film that dis- that does that. I think you yeah. are correct. Yes. Which I thought was interesting. That is interesting. <sighs> so anyway, we find out uh, Miss Maggie is Freddie's daughter. And she yes. has all these fr- flashbacks to her history. We find out more about Freddie's past. We find out... Uh, Freddie, as a child, actually not badly burned monster baby that crawls around the <laughs> hospital room. In fact, an actual human. Yes, with a family. That doesn't have a tail or anything monstrous fact. about him other than his personality. Correct. Killing the school pet uh, with children taunting him. And, you know, he has an emotional issue growing up. And... Uh, dad beat the crap out of him eventually he stopped caring that dad was beating the crap out of him dad also played by alice cooper bt dubs yep who does an awesome job i thought he did a great job also teenage freddy killing it whatever happened to the guy who played teenage freddy because he does a great robert england impression almost he looks like him he has like the right way of speaking like i found him very believable as a teenage freddy let's see what happened to him toby sexton he did great he did do great teenage teen freddy yeah what else did he do anything um he did not he did he was in some shorts okay that's really it he was in a tv movie called daughter of the streets oh never saw it yeah, not nothing that we would know. Got it. That we would have seen. So, Breckenmeyer is a stoner. Surprise, surprise in this mm-hmm. movie. He gets a little typecast, doesn't he, Breckenmeyer? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, and for some reason, stoner equals video games. I don't know why it like started out trippy. Like, he's watching TV, and then we got Johnny Depp doing a... This is Oprah. your brain on drugs commercial. And then Freddie knocks him out with a frying pan, which is very humorous and lovable. But then it turns into like some kind of trippy tie dye uh, magic eye poster thing. And Breckenmeyer gets sucked into the TV and he's now a video game. Right. I don't know about all that. 
And then he's bouncing around the house like fucking Roger Rabbit. Oh my God. That made me, that literally drove me crazy because I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. Why would like, Freddie just fucking kill him? Like, normal. Why is, uh, like, uh, this is the thing. Like, Freddie, can he just be scary a little bit? Like, he's not scary in this movie at all. No, he's There's, just like catch, stupid catchphrases. And what was frustrating about the, like, thing is, like, it makes sense in the dream world, but, like, it doesn't make sense for his real body to be doing that that fast in this house. <laughs> like, that's not, that doesn't happen. He should just have been sleeping, you know? Like, Well, I mean, there's other, like, even in the first movie, she's getting dragged around the room and stuff. So it makes sense that he would move. But why that's is true? But it's weird the way he's moving. It's so bizarre. And he's, like, crashing through things. Yeah. And, like, going in the ceiling, he's going through walls. It's too much. It's too much. Way too much. I don't really get it. And then, you know, fast forward to the end. We have a 3D sequence if Mm -hmm. you have 3D glasses. And uh, you're supposed to put them on at the end of the movie. It's just, like... Back when you could do these random CD, why can't I talk? 3D sequences in your movie, but not have the whole movie be in 3D. Which hey, Harry Potter did it too. Harry Potter, Potter, Potter. Did he really? When? When? What movie? Um, there's. I think if uh, you saw, I think it was the last three movies. Uh-huh. I think it started with Order of the Phoenix, and the end sequence was in was in 3D where they're oh. at the ministry. And then um, in six, the beginning of the movie was in 3D. And when did those movies come out? A while ago. (laughs) Okay, Okay, just saying. But it wasn't the whole movie. It was just little snippets. Okay. But you're supposed to, apparently it was like when she puts on the 3D glasses in the movie, that's when the audience is supposed to put their 3D glasses on. But how the fuck would they know that? And so... A lot of people missed it and were confused to why it was fuzzy the rest of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Because this was like when 3D first became like a thing. It wasn't like like, super popular yet. But like they were given 3D glasses, but they didn't understand that that's when they were. I mean, I feel like that's your own fault. I mean, when it starts to get fuzzy, then maybe I would think to put them on. But you might miss a little bit of it, (sighs) I guess. Um. I mean, sure. Common sense, though. That's fine. And then, okay, so then we have, like, the daughter. We find out, like, yeah, Miss Maggie's the daughter of Freddy Krueger. And uh, she watched Freddy kill her mom. And uh, the mom, because the mom found Freddy's, you know, trophies or whatever in the basement. And, um, but we also find out that Freddy loved his daughter to an extent. He did. (laughs) He did. He cared about her. He didn't want her to get taken away. And uh, which I, I don't know. I found that a little bit sweet. But then this whole murder scene uh, with her killing Freddy is very strange. Because she's not dreaming. She brought him into the real world. Right? Yes. Similarly to Nancy in the first film. And she brings him into the real world. And has ninja stars she's throwing at him like how is she so good at throwing ninja stars because she's a ninja duh is she a ninja i guess i don't know like there's like this whole fight and like freddie's punching her in the face and uh, it's fine she ends up killing him by uh 
stabbing him with the glove, which is poetic, I guess. Yeah, it's a weird ending. It is. I mean, as it as is. But uh, so are they the all. Norm. And honestly, it's one of the lesser weird endings of the franchise. I mean, it's definitely true. It's less yeah. weird than any of the others. Not any of them, but yeah. the last at least three. Got weird. <sighs> so not my favorite. But I like the idea. I like the time that they have in this house. Um, and like I was saying earlier, I always merge. I think I merge four and uh, six in my brain, I think I remembered like a lot of the like, um, especially the roach and like the uh, bench pressing scene. Like, mm-hmm. I think I merged that into this film for some reason. Like she does that when she's in the house, uh, which she obviously doesn't. Um, but in my brain, that's how I remembered it. Interesting. I don't think I just. I just these these two films not my favorite in the series. But, no, probably uh, my my least favorite. Yeah, I mean they're fine to rewatch. I think this one. I'd rewatch this one before I watched rewatched five. Yeah. All right. Well, but yeah, I think I'm done. I'm really Same. glad we did this series though, and I hope we get to do New Nightmare because I love New Nightmare, and it's been a really long time since I've rewatched it. But uh, I think it's been a couple of years. If it's ever streaming again, guys, just and we miss it for some reason, let just us let us know. know. We'll do an episode on it. <sighs> All, right. All right. So we did ask a Oops. question. Do we want we to did. try and go through some of these real quick? Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Let's get in there. So we basically asked you guys on Twitter uh, and I think on Instagram. Yes. Uh, if, I'm jumping on Instagram. Sorry I didn't do it on Facebook. I kind of like deleted Facebook for a little while. So I'm not going on there. <laughs> sorry, guys, on Facebook. I'll be back. I'm just taking a Facebook break. We uh, all need that sometimes. I know. I probably should have still posted on there, but you know. It's fine. I'd have to like log in to do that. I'm trying not to do that right now. Um, so I guess we can read some of these. Let's just pick a couple to read. Uh, what your favorite and least favorite in the Elm Street series is. Do you want to read one, Car? I'd love to. Okay, so okay. I'm on Instagram. Cool. So we have got some people that chose a couple. Cool. Okay. But didn't, like, let us know if it was favorite or least favorite. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just going to go just with gonna it. just going to guess. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. Master Killer 518. Uh, the favorite is one in three. Least favorite is Freddy's Dead. No, oh, that makes sense. Uh, let's see. Uh, on Twitter, we have at Davis Totter, who's our good friend Todd, who says his favorite is Dream Warriors because of the Doken metal soundtrack awesomeness, Scooby Gang superpowers, and Freddy is so witty and evil. And his least favorite is Freddy's Revenge because of the repressed homosexuality metaphor has issues and frankly the movie is boring. Yeah, I can get behind that. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Dead End Design says favorite has got to be Dream Warriors. The remake is woeful and by far the worst. Interesting. Uh, our friends over at Nightmare Junkhead say their favorite is part four, which because it's fun, inventive, and the dog pees fire. 
<laughs> and their least favorite is Freddy's Dead because it has its merits, but my least visited. Uh, understood. Uh, Markaholic says the original is my favorite, and my least favorite is Freddy's Dead. That whole movie is a train wreck. Mm. You know, I'm seeing a lot here. I'm just scrolling through a lot of Dream Warriors as the favorite and a lot of Freddy's Dead as the least favorite. I honestly think Dream Child might be worse than Freddy's Dead, but it has better kills. I think on Instagram, part one wins as the favorite. Yeah. I'm not Um, seeing a lot of one on here. I'm seeing a lot of New Nightmare and three as the favorite. I have a lot lot of Freddy's Dead, I think, as the... Um, Freddy's Dead and also the remake as the least favorites. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, I don't see anyone saying that the first one is their favorite. Everyone, Interesting. I, I would say unanimously, uh, other than a couple votes for Dream Master, which is the fourth one, um, most people are saying three is their favorite. Uh, and basically everyone's saying New Nightmare and two are their least favorites. Um, so, and... Uh, yeah. So what do you think, Carly? Do you have a favorite and least favorite prepared? And if um, not, would you like me to go first? I mean, my favorite's definitely one. Okay. Hands down. Yeah. Um, my least favorite might be five. The The remake is terrible, but I haven't seen it in a while. So I feel like I need to rewatch it in order to like really feel it. Including that though. Okay. Well, some yeah. people voted, so I wanted to oh, make okay. sure to let people know that it I wasn't like my it. favorite. Got it. <laughs> um, five might be my least favorite. I'm still boycotting the remake and haven't seen it. <laughs> so <laughs> I um, was really excited for the remake because No, you were because your friend his was face, in it. Um that played Rorschach is Freddy and like I was so excited for that. And then it just ended up not translating how I wanted it to. So one is definitely my favorite. Um, but I really love three and it has a special place in my heart. But mm-hmm. I think one is just so terrifying and wonderful and you can't beat it. Um, and my least favorite is going to be five. The yeah. dream child. Uh, I just think Freddy's dead has a lot of good ideas that are horrible that just are not done well but i think the actual like story behind freddy's dead is way more interesting than the dream child and i would much rather rewatch uh a good interest a good interesting story than a not cohesive not anything story (laughs) yeah so that ends our nightmare series thanks for uh hanging in with us guys that was a lot of fun i um i've been wanting to do this series forever and i'm glad we finally got a chance to do it samesies thanks shutter for throwing all these movies up at the same time and letting us do this i'm glad we jumped on it when we did carly because they are gone i knew it i was like we got to yeah good call i appreciate that I was like, it's got to be here for a month, so we should be okay. (laughs) So uh, next week, guys, we are celebrating, popping the champagne, getting it ready, because we are celebrating our third anniversary of Final Girls Horrorcast. I can't fucking believe we've been doing this show for three years. (laughs) Me either. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's crazy. It's exciting. 
Um, so we will be celebrating. I hope you guys will join us for our uh, our infamous uh, anniversary episodes, as they tend to be of us just kind of drinking and talking about (laughs) the last year of podcasting that we did. Um, So typically what we do on these episodes is we have our own little mini award show where we talk about the movies we we discussed in the past year. Um, I went ahead and made a list on Letterboxd. If you're on Letterboxd, L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D dot com. Com. Dot com. Dot com. (laughs) Um, my name on there is a wiki a w i k i you can find me on there i have a list up there called final girl season three films you can go in and see all of the movies we did in the past year we're going to do a little mini award show uh for our favorite films that we discussed our least favorite films we discussed and some of the weird ones in the middle um we're also going to be answering listener questions i have some stowed away from a long time ago uh I have quite a few, actually, but we still want more. So if you have any questions for us, uh, please email us, finalgirlshorrorcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook or Twitter uh, or Instagram at finalgirlshorrorcast uh, or on Twitter at finalgirlshc, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. send us a direct message or an instant message and ask us a question on there. Um, you can also call us and leave a voicemail, which we might even play on the show if you choose to do that. Uh, our number is uh, an American number, which if you're not in America might be troublesome, but it's area code 323-657-3910. Again, 323-657-3910. You can call in, tell us your favorite Final Girls moments, ask us a question, whatever you want. We'll play it on the show and answer as best we can. Um, yeah, we want your favorite Final Girl moments and we want your questions. Right? We do. We want both of those things, please. Thank you. Because it helps us make a better show when we have questions and we have things something to, to discuss. Talk about. Always good. <laughs> it's helpful. If you like the show, we uh, we love that. Um, okay. So that's what we're doing next week. We're not watching any movies. We're just talking shit, really. But it will be a good time. Twill be. As it typically is. You know, um, do you remember what episode we did right after our anniversary special? Because I totally remember it very clearly. I don't. What was it? Even before I looked it up, I remembered. We did our Blair Witch episode right after. <gasps> oh. So we're kicking off our discussion with our Blair Witch episode. That's exciting. I know. Good times, right? the best so is there anything else we need to discuss before we move forward about that out? i don't, I don't think so what tell me about your trip <sighs> so i went i did i just went up north to for a weekend a staycation basically just went she went visited. on a train guys a i train. did get to ride a train which is fun and i like splurged and got business class and they gave me champagne and the train runs along the coast it's called the coaster and it's beautiful. You just look at the ocean the whole time and drink champagne. And they gave me like a giant box of snacks. It's like so many snacks. I love great. snacks. I'm a huge fan of snacks. They're just the and greatest. And champagne. Same. I'm a big fan of it. Although it was weird when I first got on the train. The guy that was like helping the business class people uh, came over and was like, Oh, Tattoo Girl, I was watching you when you were outside. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> no. No. What? I, yeah. So it's like, you basically are telling me that you're creepy. Like, I don't. <laughs> Did you say that? I was like, I'd be like, so you, you were stalking me? Is that what you're telling me? I was just like, oh. Okay. And then just sat there awkwardly until you walked Because <laughs> what do you say to that? I There's, don't know what to say to that, you dude. You can't. I don't know what to, how to respond to this. You can't. You can't recover from that. That's weird. You did your best. You he did named, great. He named me Tattoo Girl and then told me he was watching me when I was outside. I was watching you. No. No. You don't not, actually have to say the things that you're thinking. No, cre- no creepy. No, not creepy oh, way oh to say God. that. That was so weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> I believe it. And then I was walking into Costco today. Sorry, now I'm on a tangent of weird, creepy dudes saying weird, creepy things. <laughs> and I was walking into Costco and, um, you know, I just gotten off work and it's like 100 degrees. It's so hot. And when I was working, I had like my work pants and like a tank top and like a, a cardigan over it because it's cold in my office usually and it's work appropriate to wear a cardigan. Um, but you know, I was walking into Costco and I had like a a tank top on and my work pants or whatever. And I'm walking in and this, I walk by this old man. He's like 70 years old. And he, I walk by him and he goes, and like looked at my ass so deliberately. Ew. It was... I don't know what's going on right now. I'm not okay with it. That's so gross. And at first I was like, did he maybe just have a heart attack? Maybe this has <laughs> nothing to do with the fact that I just walked by. So I turned around. Maybe this gentleman needs my assistance. <laughs> no, he was staring at my ass and like being gross. And I Ew. was like, I'm at Costco. I just want to go to Costco. I just want to buy in bulk. I don't need this. I just want savings. (laughs) I just want a lot of food and good savings. Good grief. Oh, sorry. And rant. It was so. That's why I don't leave my house. It was kind of a lot of disgusting (laughs) things at once. And I'm. This is why I'm a hermit. Not. Yeah. You know what? I try not to leave my house, but sometimes you got to do it. (laughs) You do. You have to get food sometimes. Sometimes you do. And go on fun trips. It was not. Okay. Sorry. That's not something I need to talk about on the podcast, but it's just. It's it's a story. How are you doing? I'm good. I've just been watching a ton of stuff. Um, I've almost caught up with Mindhunter season two, Mm. but I don't want it to be over. I only have one episode left. I've just been prolonging it. Um, I also binge watch a ton of American Horror Story. Um, decided that Roanoke is probably my least favorite season that they've Awful. ever done. It was yeah, it's bad. terrible. Yeah, it's not um, and that the political season is kind of legitimately creepy. Yeah, it's legitimately scary. Um, and they also throw a lot of twists in there, which I thought was very interesting. And if anything, it was very fun to watch evan peters be all of these crazy cult leaders and uh like charles manson and Mm. um what's his name andy warhol and that like that has been it's been a fun season so far i think i'm on the last episode of that too did Um, you watch the newest one yet i have it because it's not on netflix It's so good. I remember you telling me. It's um, my favorite. It's my favorite, I think. I'm excited for when it hits Netflix. I don't think it's on Hulu either right now. Really? Um, I think they oh. wait. 
I think they wait until the new season to come out to, like, release the previous season. Well, let me tell you, you're in for a treat, my friend. I'm really excited now that, like, I got back into it. Yeah. Cool. um, So I'm definitely going to be watching that, too. Um, Oh, I watched The Perfection. Oh, fine. Yeah, well, we shouldn't talk about that. I won't, because we should do an episode on it. We should definitely do an episode. That's awesome. It was great. I woke up on Sunday morning and I had nothing to do. And I was like, I'm just going to watch a horror movie at 530 in the morning, which is one of my favorite things to do is wake up super early on a weekend and, and watch, watch horror, horror movies. I is love that weird? It. No. I don't know if that's weird, but that's what it's I like not. to do. I'm an early riser. I love it. I love I make it. coffee. It's still dark out and I watch a horror movie and it's my faves. I actually think I would really like doing that. It's I'm, wonderful, but you I don't like getting try. up. I don't, but I like laying in bed. And like, you know, so I feel like it might offset the fact that I don't like getting up super early by like, because sometimes I just wake up early on principle just because. Sure. um, And I either just like lay there with my eyes closed or I fall back asleep. So, you know, I feel like that'd be a great, a great option. There's something about like, there's something about like the darkness of morning that makes Mm -hmm. me so happy. And, like, it's quiet and no one bothers me. My cat is extra cuddly. She usually wants to snuggle while I watch a horror movie. I got my coffee. My husband isn't upset because I'm watching a horror movie because he's still <laughs> sleeping and he doesn't know any different. And it's uh, it's good times all around. It's true. There are, is, like, a certain time in the morning where animals aren't ready to be awake yet. Yes. <laughs> and so they're, like, extra cuddly because they're, like, I'm not ready yet, but I do yeah. want to, like, get in there. Well, she already eats because I can't do anything in the morning before she eats. But after she eats, then she gets super cuddles. And she's in cuddle mode. Yeah. She gets super cuddles. All right. I like it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I feel like I'm just talking. We're just talking at this it's point. Cool. We're having a conversation. It's cool. It's fine. Um, okay. So until then, next week when we celebrate our anniversary, which is actually tomorrow, Carly, by the way. It's happy tomorrow. anniversary. Happy anniversary. Uh, until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.